Well, it wouldn't be a, a visit to the Nerdburger Studios without a without a little a little taste of something. Hey, we found whiskey music. We did find whiskey music. <laughs> it's your theme. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Episode 521. It's a podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Matthew. Bum, Welcome back, bum, Matthew. Bum, bum. Hello there. How are you? <laughs> Apparently, oh. yeah. What's what, what, what's five twenty one, Matthew? Well, <laughs> nobody is sponsoring this week's podcast. Oh no! Area code five two one has been assigned as used for personal communication services. It has not been assigned to a geographic area by the North American Numbering Plan Administration. But country code five two is Mexico. Okay. So Mexico, if you'd like to send us some Taco Bell and support the show, we'd love it. <laughs> Yes, that's right. Taco Bell comes straight from Mexico. And if you could get us some Cholitos, <laughs> I'm Jones in those things. I am so glad, mad they took them off the menu. What were the Cholitos? It was the chili cheese burrito, but those in, you know. Chili cheese burrito. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were good. How long has it been since they got rid of those? Years. Okay. I would um, like them to bring back all of the uh, gorditas, the different yeah. flavors of gordita. Yeah. There was the one with the corn and the black beans. That was the best one. Also, the naked chicken chalupa. They need to bring that back again. Yeah. And the McRib. Well, I mean, the McRib <laughs> is... The the McTaco rib. The McTaco the, Wait, the, the rib taco. <laughs> I love the McRib. Pressed pork. Mm. Uh-huh. Pressed pork. pork. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> With so much sauce, you can't taste the fact that it's... And the pickles and the onions. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's what makes it all. And the long bun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I miss it. Love me a long bun. (laughs) Wait. I'm going (laughs) to just pass on that one. (laughs) Goodbye, Matthew. (laughs) He's running. I am running. How have you been? I'm... uh, Okay. I'm getting over uh, another cold. Good. Yeah. It's been three whole months, so I had to get sick again. Excellent. Yeah. My compromised immune system from having been locked indoors away from people for three years. Yeah. 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 I, um, <laughs> I honestly cannot remember the last time I was ill. Really? Yeah. No, you had that, uh, you were ill. I mean, on I'm one ill of the, in. One of the shows, one of these shows that we did, you were all froggy. You came in here with no voice. Well, froggy, but that's a just an annual thing where. That was, oh, that was the dry air. That's yeah, right. Yeah. The, dry, the lack of humidity. Or so you claimed. Well, <laughs> it happens <laughs> every year at the same time. I don't have a fever. I don't have any shakes. I don't have any. Well, I mean, I have shakes, but that's a different story. How's that? How's that recovery going? Uh, well, <laughs> how long has it been since you had a, not a quite, euro? Not quite. <laughs> it's been too dead gum long. As a matter of fact, I almost uh, I almost went and got one yesterday. We were debating about whether or not to get one today. today I know. And then I thought, well, we'll do one in, 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 
yeah. not too far distant. Yeah, we have some plans. We do. Yeah. And I figure, okay, you know what? I can I can wait. Okay. Yeah. Because the anticipation is half the <laughs> enjoyment of the Euro. Yeah. But Adair's going to be pissed. I'll have to bring one home for her. <laughs> Does she not like it if you go there without her and not bring her anything? Uh, It's better if I have a peace offering. Yeah. Okay. I can think of several occasions where you and I have gone and you didn't bring anything. Yeah, that's why uh, this is you. new standard operating procedure. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I helped usher that in. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You went that's... again. <laughs> when didn't bring me any? Really? Yeah. And and they didn't. They couldn't have made another one. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know how subtle my wife is. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> No, that's a good thing. Subtle like a sledgehammer. You don't want subtle. You no, want, I don't want subtle. You want subtle. direct communication. It's I, the best, best way. Yes. Yes. Don't don't dance. Just tell me. You know, <laughs> it's like my old uh, uh, elementary school football coach, when he would teach us, you know, uh, running backs, he would just yell, don't dance. Square your shoulders and run through them. <laughs> you know, he said, pick a, pick a spot, six feet feet behind them yeah and run as hard as you can to that spot yeah and i, I actually kind of turned that into a life lesson that's how i've lived with <laughs> you just bulldoze <laughs> through I everything just, yeah you know why not i have no natural skills or talents but will succeed <laughs> through brute force and stubbornness stubbornness yes. definitely yeah that's part of that that brute force because yeah. when things are in your way you're too stubborn to and i don't have the finesse to dance <laughs> around them Although Adair says she married me for my dancing, but that's a whole different story altogether. Is da- dancing, like, does that mean something else? No, she actually likes oh, okay. my dancing. What kind of dancing? Well, it's kind of a, a mashup of uh, crunk, hip-hop, flamenco, and ballroom. Okay, so it's like the gopher at the end of Caddyshack. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> that's how I dance. <laughs> that's the best dancing like, ever. Like this. That's the yeah. first move. You start off with that, you know? I'm all right. And you got to get the yeah a little the, bit head, of the head the head shaking at a, a slightly shaking. different yeah. speed than the shoulders moving. I mean, have you have you seen that's serious, Corey, the yeah. movie about I forget what it's called. Uh, it's got a, a weird name, but it's about the guy who founded uh, or the two guys who founded uh, National Lampoon. I've seen with Will previews for, Will for Forte that. plays the main guy, and I've been. Quasi interested in watching it. Was it? Is it good? Oh yeah, it's very good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bit about when they do Caddyshack, and uh, uh, they the the studio guy brings in the animatronic gopher, yeah. and uh, they get very mad. <laughs> okay. They did not like the gopher. <laughs> Why? The gopher was great. I don't know. They they make some comment later about how it ended up working out all right. Okay. People ended up liking it, but well, the gopher was awesome. Yeah. I want you to kill all the golfers. Won't they lock me up for that? <laughs> Not the golfers, the golfers. Oh. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> you know, the the scene where uh, Chevy Chase is practicing for the big match and playing at night and ends up going through uh, Bill Murray's apartment there. Vaguely, yeah. Where he has the, the spackler bench you can play 18 on it and then smoke the bejeebies out of it later. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> get him out, get him out. You know that scene. That scene was done after they did the final edit of the movie. Really? Because they realized that the two biggest 
A-list actors had of the movie. Have a scene together? Not one scene at all. Yeah. So and they had to they had to go back and write. Then they wrote that, that scene in and, and wedged it wedged in, it in because so they could have Chevy Chase and Bill Murray yeah. in the same scene. Wow. Yeah. Pretty funny. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> you know like, that was this like, final edit is great, but, but you know what? <laughs> well, the one thing that's missing. Yeah. Crap. Quick, get them on the phone. Because it had nothing to do with the movie. No. No. May, all right. Maybe I'll watch that. You might have encouraged me. Yeah. Push me over the edge there. A futile and stupid gesture. That's the name of the ah, movie. Okay. Yeah. It's. Oh, I think it's a Netflix. Is it Netflix? I think so. I think that's. Yeah, because I just got the Netflix again. And, oh, you did. Uh, I think I watched it on there. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> you don't sound excited about the Netflix. <laughs> well, I watched all the stuff that I wanted to watch on it, and now oh. I still have it. Oh. And I'm being forced to watch things that Allison wants to watch now. Like? Like fashion shows. Oh. Yeah. You know, you can leave the room there, Mike. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I wasn't at your wedding, and I don't know all of the vows. I there don't was know nothing there in was there anything. about streaming. Yeah. I don't think streaming existed. I promised to watch whatever streaming you were watching. Yeah. No, um, that definitely wasn't in okay. there. Okay. Then yeah. you can leave the room. Then I can the leave room. the room. Okay. Um, I did that last night. <laughs> oh, God. What did you walk out on? Uh, well, I, we were upstairs, and uh, I, I was reading a book. and Like you do. Because I like to read. Do you? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah! Don't you know? <laughs> Love that uh, printed page there. Oh, uh, oh no! I use the Kindles. <laughs> well, it approximates. So it. the uh, you know the library system out here has a, a, an app called Libby, and uh, you go on there and you download the books, the eBooks things from the library, from there. the libraries, and then it puts it on your Kindles, and then. <laughs> And that's all. Oh, I love it. Don't you know? Cause is that your Kindle right there that you're holding out here? Yeah, it is. It's the Kindles on my iPads. That's the Apple Kindle. Well, it's the Kindles, but it's the <laughs> iPads. No, it's great. And um, yeah, uh, Cobb County Public Library System, if you'd like to sponsor the podcast, uh, you just, you know, you go on there. It's called Libby and you you, you download books. Yeah. And they have their own reader, but I use the the, the Kindle reader. And then um, and I just read books. Oh. And it's great because when I'm done reading the book, I can immediately check out another one. You can only have one at a time. No, you can have several at a time, but I typically okay. just read one at a time. Yeah. And um, who, who reads multiple books at the same time concurrently? That's confusing. Yeah, I, I've really never confusing. done that no. except in school. And that was no. confusing then. In that case, I, I ignored multiple books simultaneously. Yeah, I never read the book. No, I never read no. the book. That was a waste of money. And uh, <laughs> now I, pro- I probably read, I don't know, between three and five books a month. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. Guess how many I read. I'm going to go with zero. <laughs> yep. Uh, and I actually brought a physical book. You did. Today. Speaking of Chevy Chase, sort of. I'm just proving to the, uh, the listener uh, yeah, this is a physical. A book. It's a physical book. Yeah, we'll and, talk about that later. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Later. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, I was reading my my book last night. Which book is that? Um, Do you want to say? You don't have to. It seven seven eaves. It's a seven eaves. Yeah, I think that's how it's pronounced. S e v e n e v e s. 
Oh, that's all one word. Yeah. Okay. And it's uh, uh, science fiction. The moon blew up, destroyed the earth. People are trying to survive. Oh, okay. Is it's that a, like that, that movie that just came out? It's a happy book. Moonfall? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. That was a horrible movie. Yeah. That was terrible. Doesn't like all life on earth die if the moon goes away? Pretty much. Well, in this case, it um, the the moon exploded. Yeah. And, and then, then it was just like an asteroid belt. And then it all or rings. And it all hit the earth. Oh, it hit the earth. It oh, didn't yeah. just stay in orbit. Oh, why? Yeah. Well, well, of course. Why would it stay in orbit? Correct. Like it normally would if it actually happened. No, of course it all fell to the earth. Right. From yeah. they called it the hard rain, a quarter of a million miles away. And, the hard rain. Yeah, I know. Which reminded me of the movie Bowfinger with Chubby Rain. <laughs> I have never seen God, that, but I want God, to. It is so brilliant. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Eddie Everyone Murphy knows and who else is Steve in it? Martin. Steve Martin. Yeah. Heather Graham. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And this is back in the day, right? Yeah. This is like twenty year old movie now yeah. at this point. Yeah. Everyone knows that every movie was made with two thousand one hundred thirty four dollars. I mean, <laughs> Steve Martin. He's just. It's brilliant. It's a. The reason why it, it was panned and then hidden is because it is such a brutal satire on Hollywood. Oh, it told too many real secrets. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie Murphy, of course, plays two characters. Himself, who is the uh, A-list lead action actor in Hollywood, the hottest actor. And then his twin brother, who's kind of a simpleton. Okay. That's and it's Bowfinger. It's brilliant. It's not available to watch for Really? No. That sucks. Rented on Apple TV for three ninety nine. Oh, Peacock, but you have to have a subscription. I own the DVD, the digital nice. video disc. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, what's that, Matthew? <laughs> it's a circle that holds a movie. <laughs> You know, I just saw an article. Um, I I originally bookmarked it. Yeah. Uh, or I was going to bookmark it, and then I noticed the publication date. It was from like January or February of 2021. Okay. So <laughs> somehow that came up again. Like people were sharing that. Okay. Even though it's two years old, yeah. but it was about the resurgence in compact discs. Ooh. Yeah. I have a bunch of those. So do I. I was just reorganizing mine last night. Wow. What, yeah. from thickness? There are a wide variety of thicknesses. It's <laughs> like two. There's the thin paper ones and then the full plastic cases. Oh, no. There's more than that. Well, if you if you count box sets. Yep. Yeah, or special but, editions. But that's and... a whole different section. But to make a really short story much longer, uh, I sat what down to read. What are we talking about? Oh, was, reading books. Yeah. yeah. Moon, the moon blew up. Moon blew up. Seven eaves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So far, it's an entertaining novel. Uh, Who writes that? I don't even know. <laughs> I'm talking know. about literature, and we don't get the did author's name. Who didn't write this book? Neil Stevenson. Oh boy! And that's S T E P H E N S O N. How many thousands of pages long is this one? Doesn't he write really long books? I've never heard of him before. Or many, many, many books in a series? I have no idea. It's it's a lot. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot to consume there, Oh, I think. I've heard. I've never read it myself. Well, I'm liking it so far. It's good. But I was 
wanting to read it last night, and I sat down. But in the something family happened, room, and uh, Adair came in, and she sat down and insisted on turning. We on had the TV. just kind of a nice, quiet moment, and then all of a sudden, she started watching gardening videos on YouTube. She started gardening. Okay, and um, so these are instructional videos, sort yeah, of. Yeah, it's just people vlogging their gardening skills. Correct. That they have learned themselves yeah. and are trying to teach others. Right. Okay. That's not terrible. That's just like watching HGTV. Oh, no. I, it has, the content was immaterial. It was the fact that there was somebody else talking while I was trying to read. Ah. So you were already there reading in the quiet room with yes. the TV off, and she yes. came in and disturbed your concentration. No, it's her room, too. But still, if somebody's already, if it's both of your room and one of you is already in there reading, the other person has to go somewhere else to watch TV. It's not like you don't have options in your house. <laughs> yeah, we, we have a few options in our house. <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely have options. Uh, yeah, sometimes I go in a room and sit and read just because I don't want the room to feel lonely. I think she gets docked a, a euro for this. I think she does get docked a euro. Sorry, honey, I was going to bring you one. But remember when you came in the room while I was reading and turned on the TV? Yeah. The short story <laughs> is that she put on something on the TVs that I didn't want to watch and I left. You can do that too. I, I'm allowed. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Or you just sit there and take it. Play on my phone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got the Netflixes back. You can Great. watch. You can watch season five of Drive to Survive. What? What is that? Oh, really? Is that some Formula One thing? Yes. Oh. Is it time for Formula One news? Yeah, might as well. Okay. Because we have news. Had the first race last week in Bahrain. Bahrain? Yeah. Where is that in the desert? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Red, Red Bull was, they just did, destroyed it all. Um, Max took pole. Checo was second on the grid. They finished in that order, one, two, and they were. Uh, Max for going. Max for going. They were like a minute ahead of everybody ahead else. Ahead of, of uh, Mercedes. Okay. And Mercedes was saying this is. They got a big comeback for the year, and they just, Total Wolf said it was the worst day racing in his career. They were just humiliated. Toto Wolf? Yeah, he's the team principal and the CEO of the Mercedes team. His name is Toto? Toto. Like yes. the dog. Yes, like the dog. Okay. He's Austrian, and he sounds exactly like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Toto, too. Exactly. Yeah. It's okay. hilarious listening to him talk. <laughs> and the little dog, too. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but the surprise, the big surprise, was ass Tim Martin. Yeah. They finished seventh out of ten teams in the Constructors' Cup last year. Okay, so so not quite all the way in the behind, but but close. But they were definitely the ass Tim, Tim Martin. Martin. Yeah. yeah. Fernando Alonso, who moved from Alpinas to yeah. Aston Martin. Yeah. Um uh, he he's a two-time world champion. He finished third. He made the podium. Aston Martin. Okay, it's just they whatever they did over the the winter. Oh, so this is the new season now. Yeah, new season, okay. completely new car, and apparently it looks a whole lot like the Red Bull from last year. Okay, a whole lot like the Red Bull from last year. Like it gets the same car. Like a whole lot from Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> so they just copied pretty much the Red Bull. Okay, from last year. Yeah. And uh, that's Al. No, no, no. Ass, ass, ass Tim Martin. Martin, not Alpinus. Yeah. And uh, 
I was were... going to say that never gets old, but I think maybe today it did. No, it's still funny. I'm still there. Are you? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, I'm still enjoying it. All right. And uh, the other th- one of the other things that's interesting about this, oh, well, uh, Fernando, to get third on the podium, he passed both Mercedes <laughs> and a Ferrari on track. Yeah. And it was just not even close. It'll be, it's going to be a very interesting year. Okay. Uh, not to, you know, uh, not to forget that we also have three rookies on the grid. Yeah, who are they? Nick DeVries is driving for AlphaTauri. AlphaTauri? AlphaTauri, yeah. It's a fashion brand. I know. But it's Red Bull's junior team. <laughs> I thought it was like Alpha Romeo and Atari teamed up <laughs> for no, no, a racing no. team. Yeah, no. AlphaTauri, but it's... Okay, yeah, no, you've told me this before. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, so he, that's that's the team I would I would uh, leave the room. Yes. If they were on yes. the TV. Yeah. Uh, Fashion. Nick Nick DeVries was a reserve driver for Mercedes and then last year uh ended up making his F1 debut in a Williams car that he'd never driven before and scored and got two points, which I mean for you to get points in your F1 debut is a that's a huge deal. Yeah. And uh then he got a full-time seat with uh, Alvatari. Then we also have Oscar Piastri, who's with McLaren, which was a big hullabaloo from last year. There was a kerfuffle because he was the <laughs> Alpine reserve driver. Yeah. And when Fernando announced he was going to Aston Martin, Martin yeah. Alpine said, hey, well, we're you know happy to promote Oscar Piastri to our to a seat and he's like yeah no that never happened i'm not driving for them next year <laughs> <laughs> he's with <What>? mclaren <laughs> and then uh the third is with williams uh logan Sargent is the first american driver i think since like the 80s and, really uh, it's funny listening to an f1 driver without an accent yeah for you well I'm yeah without an accent right everybody else talks funny not me yeah they're all the rest of them are foreigners exactly <laughs> <laughs> but it was a, it was a great race, Red Bull dominance. I mean, the George Russell, the Mercedes driver, said, "I would not be surprised if Red Bull won every race this year." Wow! Yeah, even Toto Wolf said, "They're on a completely different planet." <laughs> <laughs> so wait, when did the when did the last season end? Oh, was it October, November, Octoberish? Really? Okay. Yeah, because you you've been doing F one news every time you're. You've been giving us off-season F1 news. Yeah, off-season okay. news. Off-season so it goes from February, Mar- March, March, March yeah. until March, October, October, November. Yeah. So it's like basketball. It is. Yeah. You've, yeah. Okay. But there's 23 races, and they're broken up over like you know. There's no way no race this weekend. That's a long wait in between. Well, it? I mean, if you see the logistics, every other week. Yeah, every other yeah. week, and then they have uh, they have a, a, a summer break. Oh. Where they're, you know, I mean, even the entire factories, everybody who works for any F1 team is required to not work. It's an intermission. Yeah, intermission. Season intermission. Halftime. And uh, and then there's a couple of times during the year where they'll have, you know, three weeks of race back to back to back. Oh, okay. But if you see the logistics of what it takes to get these teams around, I mean, and if you look at the map. Well, yeah, they're going all over the world. They're on, I don't think there's a race in Africa, but... With there's that. one on in Antarctica? <laughs> no, no, there's not. Um, They're going to hit five continents, then. Yeah, five continents. Okay. And it's not like they grouped them together where the three U.S. races are all in 
three weekends. No, 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 no. It's, you know, they're all scattered all throughout the year. But, yeah, it was a great race. You know, Max was just, he was untouchable. And uh, it, it was funny. I saw Unverstoppable. He was unverstoppable. There was a great meme, and it's, you know, when <laughs> you pay all this money for advertising on your car, but your driver is so far in front of everybody <laughs> that he never gets TV time. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Why bother? Yeah. It's like it's cut over to him for a couple of seconds. Yeah. Nice wide shot showing nobody around him and yeah. back hey, look, to the race. There he is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Hey, look, there's some people trying to overtake back here. Yeah. yeah and that was fun. But yeah, that's uh, the first race out of the way. We got a race uh, next week. Okay. And uh, I'll probably have qualifying news. Mm, no, I won't have qualifying news yet. Because you will be here next week. I will be here next week. But that's my, uh, that's my F1 news. Awesome. Yeah. Should we do regular news? Might, might as well. Okay. I mean, we do have a rigid format here. Well, guys our age, you know, anything rigid in the room hey, is a good thing. You know what? Hey-o! <laughs> do you have uh, actual news? I do have some actual oh news. Oh, my gosh. Go for it. Uh, Uranus blasted a gas bubble 22,000 times bigger than Earth. I, I think I would have noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the planet. Uh, yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, it's I space know. news. Space oh, news. okay. Uh, yeah, a bunch of bored scientists. Uh, decided to start looking back through um, some old photos and data from 1986. From some space probe that yeah. well, flew well, past. combing through NASA's archives, two planetary scientists noted something earlier analysis had overlooked. <laughs> a blip in Uranus's magnetic field as the spacecraft cruised through a magnetic bubble of sorts. They called it a plasmoid. Huh. Which sounds really uncomfortable on your anus. <laughs> Anything ending in oid on your anus <laughs> That's is That's what a bad I'm thing. saying. Now I do have to um I have to give the authors a little bit of credit. When's this news article from? Uh Popular Science. When? Like last Popular week? Science is a time? Like last week? Does it say last week? Um uh, let me see here. This seems familiar. It seems like I've covered this, a similar story to this before. Oh, yeah. Published in 2020. Yep. It's been a minute, but it just <laughs> came up on my feed. It was probably on one of your episodes. It might have been. Given the I've, know, I've slept since then. Yeah. Oh, um, but there is one particular quote in here. I haven't I, uploaded the fart sounds to the I iPad really yet. I really like. Can I search? I don't know how to use this. But the scientists were like talking about the plasmoids, and and they said um, we've seen other planets pinch these off. That's what she said. I love that. <laughs> and then, uh, oh boy, what else? Is it the website? Is it Pebcac? Mm, no, I just can't find it. Oh, I guess it would be Pebcast, right? Yes, exactly. Wait, no, Pebsack. 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 Screen and yeah. chair. Yeah. I like this line. I like Pebsack. Uranus in particular keeps on begging for further investigation. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm like, this is great. This is brilliant. Yeah, it's the Voyager 2. And they were just bored. And Plasmoids are charged globs of atmosphere blown out into space where the solar wind whips around planets. Losing such blobs can dramatically transform a world over a long period of time, and studying them can provide insight into how planets live and die. Researchers have spotted them pinching off from various planets, but the magnetic belch Voyager 2 sailed through was a first for Uranus. You know, it's funny. Uh, I, I heard about a little bit of news as myself. Take a look. T- t- take a listen. It's the only fart sound I have right now. Sorry. Did you hear about that? Yes. So it's disappointing. Gonna, it's, is it done? I, I can't. I don't know what they're going to do with it. In case you listeners out there didn't know, Justin Roiland has been fired from Rick and Morty. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, the guy that does the voices of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yeah, the, what are they going to do? I have no idea. It's disappointing. Darren and I are t- uh, talking about going as uh, Rick and Morty for Halloween this year. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, are you? <laughs> who's oh, who? I'm Rick. <laughs> Although she's like, all right, if we get Dan to go to the Halloween party with us, then he can be Morty and then she can, she can be, be Summer. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um we're we're de- definitely leaning towards Rick and Morty. Okay. And I'll just get the little vomit, you know, some yeah. green marker and put some vomit on me and carry a flask <laughs> around. I mean Are you gonna spike your hair up and spray oh, it? Oh yeah, gray? I'll get a I'll get a big big wig. Oh, you just get a big lab coat. Rick and, wig. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Okay. And just belch all night and say obnoxious things and make a little the portal portal, portal thing. gun yeah, yeah the portal gun yeah but yeah it'll be fun you should get uh you should somehow figure out how to make the portal gun like incorporate a green silly string can uh, and then you can just go and make a big green circle oh, on the that's wall brilliant <laughs> yes <laughs> I have to do that okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think that settles it. Thank I'm f- you. I'm full of good ideas. <laughs> I'm full of something. Anyway. Well, Uranus has not as full as it was after it pinched one off. <laughs> I love being perpetually 12. <laughs> it is the best age. It really is. Now, do you have any legitimate news? Yes. Remember Jeff Bezos's super yacht that he was having built? In like Holland or somewhere, Holland. and they they were going to have to dismantle a historic bridge yeah, to yeah, get yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. That well, they made him um, move his boat and and finish finish building it on Elsewhere. the other side of the bridge. You know, the obvious answer <laughs> to the problem. You mean move the boat before it can't fit? Yeah, before then, they put all the masts. Yeah, and but stuff all the, on it. All the tutors are up to here. Hordy, hordy, where do my tutors are going? What's, what was it? Rotterdam. Where's that? Uh, what? Where, where did I say it was? The Netherlands? Dutch. Yeah. That's that's for stopping, for going territory. Oh. D- Dutch officials. That's that's Amsterdam, or uh, 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 Netherlands, right? Netherlands and the Dutch. That's the same thing, right? Yes. I'm so confused they are. by Europe. Freaky deaky sometimes. Dutch. Freaky deaky Freaky deaky Dutch. It's only a half billion dollars, is it? Only, yeah. Well, the thing the thing that is crazy about it is it's now it's out to sea, right? 
and it's got this uh it's got this what people are calling a garage boat following it around oh yeah yeah, it's yeah, the, yeah. the support yacht yeah which itself is like bigger than any yeah. boat anybody else owns yes yeah and that's the thing that the helicopter lands on well no no it i mean <laughs> it, it yes it does it, actually that's the the helicopter garage mm-hmm. you have the helipad usually two or three on this size boat on his actual boat. Oh, right. And once they drop off the passengers on the on the big boat, then the helicopter takes off moves, and goes over to the goes support and parks boat. It, parks itself in the garage yeah, boat. Yeah, in the garage boat where they have yeah. the people that maintain it and fix yep. it and put, you know, gas and stuff in yeah. it. Yeah. Wipe down the seats. Put new in-flight magazines in every month. Yeah. <laughs> the smaller 250-foot yeah. support vessel How many includes many? a helicopter landing pad. Meters Loaded with an array of toys, including luxury cars, jet yep. skis, speedboats, and perhaps even a personal submarine, the Daily yep. Mail has reported. He's Dr. Evil. Yes. That's a 76-meter yacht for the support boat. Yeah. Quick conversion there. Well, you know. I'm a man of the world. <laughs> yeah, they'll have, like, all the toys. You yeah. Because the, they'll have... You know, for for a yacht this size, they'll have three or four different tenders of different styles. You know, the tenders what you know because generally a yacht of the size, there's not a lot of docks that can support it, except for like cruise lines and stuff. Yeah, and they'll moor it offshore, and then they'll use the tender to take them back and forth to to the uh, to the port. And you know, and they have to have several of them, and sometimes they have to be completely covered when in case there's inclement weather and. Then they need tenders that be able to, you know, they're able to take the the vehicles from the support ship, and it's just it's it's stupid money, yeah, yeah. just stupid money, which is kind of cool. It is. I mean, I would not refuse stupid money. I wouldn't either, but I wouldn't build a yacht no. the size of Jeff Bezos because there aren't that many people in the world that I like, yeah, that I'd want to be on a boat no. with. No, no. I mean. I mean, all just think about all the people who are usually spotted on quotes Correct. like that. Yeah, I mean, Bezos. If if I was other, designing a yacht, other idiot billionaires that would support the total number of people in the world that I like, Hollywood celebrities, it would be a kayak. Yeah, just a kayak. See, I wish I had stupid money like that, and that people cared what my opinion about things was, because I would say all the opposite things that. <laughs> Bezos and what's his name Leonardo DiCaprio and all those other idiots the the, the hypocritical things that they say right about lifestyles that you and I and regular people need to need to lead right while they they are traipsing around the the earth on their super yachts and in their private jets I would give interviews in my personal private Boeing 787 Dreamliner Uh while I was flying myself to the climate conference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to prank everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I was in the area. I mean, by area, I meant hemisphere. <laughs> You're all hypocrites. Yeah. And I should know because I'm one of you. And then I'd leave. Yeah. I wouldn't stick with a bullhorn. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, Greta. <laughs> Did you ever oh. graduate high school? No. Did you hear she got arrested for protesting? Mm-hmm. The construction. Yeah, I saw, of, I saw of, her being carried away. Yeah, the construction of windmills. Yeah, which was, I thought, the whole point of what she was doing. 
Wait, wait. Why was she protesting the construction of windmills? Because they were going to be constructed in a uh, an ecosystem habitat of indigenous people of a country, and the presence of the windmills would potentially disrupt their annual hunting of the native animals. Okay. And we have to respect indigenous peoples. How, how would windmills obstruct their hunting? Give the animals something to hide behind? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean... I, I guess. Well, they're painted white. And since that part of the world is perpetually white, they'd run into them. Oh, I know. Maybe maybe those indigenous peoples in that country are, are hunting animals that are birds. And uh, if the windmills are there, there won't be any live ones left right, for them to hunt because the windmills will the kill them all like they do everywhere <laughs> else. But it's just, it's, it's so, so, but they're so much better for the environment. Except it kills to kill all the birds. Yeah. yeah. It's so much better for the environment. And have you oh, seen, also all the steel that goes into them. Well, and the strip mining they do in China to get the mm-hmm. rare earth minerals. Yep. To, yeah. Because th- that's not bad for the environment. No, don't even get us started on those electric car batteries. Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> God, what a bunch of f***ing morons. Guilt displacement. Everybody's an idiot. All right, moving along. Yeah. Speaking of ev- uh, people being idiots, I-, I don't know who the idiots are in this story. Uh, or I think maybe, it's us. Maybe it's just the movie. Oh. But uh, have you heard about this cocaine bear? Poor Ray Liotta. Yeah. <laughs> Man, did you think that... He, obviously, he didn't think he was going to die anytime soon. But... But then he did, and now this is his last For movie. that to be, you know, peace out, deuces. It's based on a true story. Yeah. And the true story occurred here in Georgia. Really? The no. North Georgia Mountains. That I didn't know. That was where the, 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 the plane crashed and the bear ate the cocaine. Of course, the in the real story, the bear died immediately because well, yeah. that's what happens when you eat 75 pounds <laughs> of cocaine. <laughs> and you are a 175-pound <laughs> bear. So you ate... Eh, Three fifths of two, your total weight. Two fifths in, of your total yeah. weight. Yeah. And how how much of it is is lethal? <laughs> oh, I don't know that. Well, obviously not. You're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't found that amount yet, but I'll keep trying. <laughs> and there it was. Clunk. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm obviously whacked out on cocaine. If you, hey, if crack you, is whack. You don't know me. Yeah. So uh, Ripley's, believe it or not. Is in talks to purchase the actual cocaine bear. Really? Yes, the stuffed bear. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Ripley's, believe it or not, is now in negotiations to purchase cocaine bear, the taxidermied bear that inspired Elizabeth Banks's latest film. I didn't realize that. Mm. Is that she directed it or produced it or wrote it or uh, based on a 175 pound black bear who consumed 75 pounds of coke. Kentucky for Kentucky, which is a, a, what is Kentucky for Kentucky? It is Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall, which I'm assuming is in Kentucky, but maybe not. Oh. Is the current owner okay. of Cocaine Bear. She was a producer and director. Producer and director. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Of course, there was like 700 other producers. Cocaine Bear has gone on quite the journey since... He was allegedly discovered in 1985 from storage facilities to pawn shops, even by way of country star Waylon Jennings. That's right. Uncle Jesse owned Cocaine Bear at one point. That's Waylon Jennings, right? No. He was the ballader. 
What? The Ballader? Yeah, he was the narrator. The Ballader. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was right about um, Dukes of Hazard, though. Yeah, he was in Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, he was um, the he was the voiceover. Yes. Okay. The Ballader. But who was was wasn't Uncle Jesse also Denver Pyle? Or was he just an actor? Yeah. Okay. He wasn't a country star. No. Okay. I was getting the two of them correct combined in my head. Yeah. All right. It's been a while. It's Leave been a while. I miss uh, I miss the Dukes of Hazard. Let's see. Finally landing at the Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall in 2015. That bear's gotten around. Yeah. Cocaine bear would be among some of history's most curious hibernators at Ripley's, like a black bear found with a tire around its waist, currently on display in Gatlinburg, or a grizzly trained in the Russian circus to ride a bicycle, a Kodiak who came face to face with a porcupine from Ripley's Believe It or Not Amsterdam, and prehistoric cave bear skeletons. No word on whether or not the skeletons are coated in cocaine. Do you know what he said after the first hit? Um, no. This is unbearable. Dad joke. Dad joke alert. It's a dad joke. <laughs> Boo, dad joke. Boo. What do you call a snowman who's mostly disinterested? I don't know. What do you call it? Snowboard. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll be here all week. Tip your waitress, try the veal. Do you have any more? Oh, <laughs> do you really want to know the answer to that question? Obviously, it's yes. I mean, of course I have more, but I don't like to expend them all at the same time. Okay. Like a good fart, it's a slow leak. <laughs> Ew! All right. What other news you got? That's it. Okay. So... What book did you bring with you today? I brought. I Matthew? did. I brought a. Well, we didn't. You didn't do the the outro music to the to the news. There's and no outro music to the. I news. thought you. Know, we always played the the intro music. It's dun dun dun. You know, it's kind no. of like bookends. No, never, never, no, never, never, no, never, never, ever, ever. Sure. But I can play this. <laughs> Goodbye, Matthew. I'm bookending you. Dude, but I brought a book. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. This it's is for your book. Yeah, I know. What is that book? What does it say on the cover? Confess Fletch. Oh, hey, that's also the name of a movie. It is the name of the movie, which we watched together. We did just before this. Fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Um, and I must confess, <laughs> it was not my first time. Watching the movie. That, too. <laughs> Wait, what? Huh? What happened when I was asleep? Oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Anyway, uh, Gregory McDonald, of course, is the author of all the Fletch series, and uh, this movie just—it was it, all of a sudden it just showed up. Yeah, like I, uh, you, you didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about it. Or just nothing. it was there. It just poof. Yeah, all of a sudden is you know we'd heard. Rumors over the years. I know Kevin Smith kept talking about doing some Fletch movies. And oh, yeah. There was always rumors and stuff. And then all of a sudden, boom. John Hamm. John Hamm. It's which Fletch. I, I thought was an odd choice because I hadn't seen him in too many comedic roles. No, I, I got it right away. Because it, 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 it fits. It fits his it, style it of does. comedy. And I, um, 
first of all, what yeah, what you what was your overall thoughts of the movie? I liked it. I liked it, but I thought that um they went a little too far out of their way to not call back to the original. Agreed. Like they should have done something. Yeah. To tie it back to the original the, movie. I mean, there were a, a few things, but nothing big though. Like but they were but the things that did occur in the book, or I mean in the movie were because of the book. Like the editor Frank Jaffe in the book is also the editor of the Boston newspaper. Okay. Which was also the editor of the LA paper. He where, moved from LA to Boston. Where he was a uh, an investigative journalist of some repute. Of some repute. Which yes. was kind of fun. Is that a thing that he said in the first movie? No, he not. No, that was but, completely but, new. But is that from the Oh, no, it's completely that's just not new. from the book he either. Just, they just added that. Just like the bare feet thing. Yes. Fletch likes to take his shoes and socks off. And I don't remember reading anything about And that was not in the yeah, original no. movie. So they did do their own unique little things. Yes. That weren't in either the movie or the Correct. book. But like I'm talking about the voiceover yes. narration from Fletch himself. Yes. Explaining what's going on. They didn't bring back Harold Faltermeyer or the original theme. They did right. all new music, which was fine. But but still. I mean, John Williams has made a veritable universe pile of money on relicensing the you know, the Imperial Death March. Why yeah. not? That's part of the the movie. And the Harold Faltermeyer music was part of the Fledge movie, and they just ignored it completely. Yep. Uh but you're right. They it, it's almost as if they tried to com- to distance itself to be a standalone movie but i think they went a little too far they did go it. too far yeah because yeah. i do i did miss the the narration yeah because there was some really good you know comedic elements from the first movie when he was kind of narrating stuff you know it's great that they came up with their own new little little things sure. here and there that's great do that and have the narration or or right. the harold faltermeyer theme right yeah um i did appreciate it john ham did not seem to he seemed to own his own version of Fletch. Yep. Which is fine. And I'm totally cool with that. Absolutely. Yeah, and we don't want to see him doing Chevy Chase. No, 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 no. no. And, and I think he did a really good job. I think job. he did a great job, yeah. I think a better actor, though, would have been Ryan Reynolds. I think, oh, for, yeah. I think he Just would be a sarcasm. better Fletch. Just everything. He, he has facial expressions that are hilarious. Right. Um, and you can see John Hamm trying to pull some of those off. Some of them worked. Some, some of them, them worked. Some of them didn't. But the, he's missing the sarcasm. John yes. Hamm doesn't do sarcasm. No, no, he didn't do it that well. Um, now they did pull w- at least one quote from the original, the, Ex- the ending scene without one word. Right? Yeah, without ass face. ass face. But and it was the it was the same <laughs> scene though. Yeah, <laughs> you know he and the girl are at the stuck end, and, and then the bad guy pulls, pulls out a the gun. gun, and you know I was all prepared to commit one murder. Assface, what makes you think I won't commit two? And then Fletch <laughs> says, "Whoops," <laughs> and that happens in the original. So there's your little callback. That was a callback, yeah. but you know the the story surprisingly followed the book. Did it very closely? Now they, you know, they made some changes. Uh, some of them. I thought were unnecessary. Really? Like? The inspector in the book is a redheaded Irishman named Flynn. Okay. And Flynn was another series of books that Gregory McDonald wrote 
and Confess Flesh was the crossover. Yep. Where they where they met each other and then that's how they kind of introduced the other character and Okay. And they missed that. Yep. They missed that completely with the with the whole another inspector. Yeah. And they they missed well, it was a one of my favorite scenes in the book and it has absolutely nothing to do with the plot really uh except to convince Flynn slash Monroe that Fletch didn't do the murder. And it's when Flynn's or Fletch stops by Flynn's house on a Saturday to talk to him about the case or yeah. do something. And it was right before Flynn's two older kids, like elementary and middle school, were about to put on a uh, orchestra concert. One of them plays the cello and one played the violin or piano. I forget. But anyway. And instead of talking about the case, Fletch just enjoyed the afternoon with Flynn and his family while his kids were doing this concert. Okay. And it was a it was a lovely scene in the in the book. And and after that, Flynn was like, Yeah, Fletch didn't do it. Nah, he didn't do it. I know all the evidence points to him, but he didn't really do it. And they kind of missed that in the book or in the movie. Well, you can't really show I mean, yeah. I uh, yeah, I know. It yeah. it, it was kind of tough. It was uh Ronald Moran's house, not his boat. Okay. Uh, which I don't think really changed anything materially. No. But one thing they did change was... So did, was he shooting fireworks into the house in the book? I forget what he was doing to <laughs> to attract everybody. I, I probably should have read I need to read the book. i got to read the book again. Because that was a pretty fun... That was a great scene, and I scene. think it worked. Yeah. yeah. It worked well. The apartment that he borrowed, it was an apartment swap. He came to Chicago. Uh, to Boston and stayed in this guy's apartment. And the guy went to Fletch's place in Italy. Okay. And stayed there and then ended up having an affair with Andy. Really? Yeah. Oh, it was okay. kind of funny. Uh, and they changed his name. I don't know why they why would bother do that. changing I know. the name. The name in the book was Bart Connors. And it has absolutely nothing to do. Why change the name? Huh? No, he, that guy never was in Boston for. You know, that big dinner. Uh, but again, that's, uh, you know, here or there. They did follow it very closely, though. Like the opening scene in the book, uh, Fletch snapped on the light and looked in the den, except for the long windows in the area over the desk. The laws were lined up with books. There were two red leather wing chairs in the room, a small divan, and a coffee table. On the little desk was a black telephone. Fletch dialed zero. Get me the police, please. Is this an emergency? Not at the moment. The penny over the desk was a Ford Maddox Brown. Then please dial 555-7523. Thank you. He did so. Sergeant McAuliffe speaking. Sergeant, this is Mr. Fletcher, 152 Beacon Street, Apartment 6B. Yes, sir. There's a murdered girl in my living room. (laughs) You know. Then it has a conversation. Um, uh, This is a police business phone. Isn't murder police business? You're supposed to call emergency with a murder. I think the emergency is over. Yeah. That's how the book starts. (laughs) He does say that in the movie. Yeah, just like the, yeah. the emergency is over, and uh, and like I said, I th- you know they 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 kept it to the story, and they, you know there were there was definitely some moments where John Hamm just kind of improved, like when he slid down the banister at the police station. <laughs> that could not have been written in the script. You know that's so? just that's just him being, you know, what would Fletch do? Yeah, in this situation, and uh, I en- I enjoyed a little bit of that because he he did own it. Yeah. The disguises. No disguises. Really? Yeah, no disguises. I mean, not really. Yeah. Like, he, it was, you know, he stole somebody's uh, yacht club 
jacket blazer. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much it. That's as that's as that disguisey as he got. Yeah, he he did he used yeah, Are the disguises part of the book? Or was that something they I invented think that for was, the movie? I think that was something they invented for the movie. Oh, okay. I don't remember those being in Okay, so that we can forgive them for that because they're sticking to the book. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember disguises being a big part of the series. Uh but it's funny because after these books he's fabulously wealthy. Yeah. Because first off he got the drug money and the ranch money in the first book. Yep. And then he got the paintings. Yep. In this one. Yeah. Yep. And um So was this the second book in the series? Or is Well, it's it's kind of confusing. Okay. He wrote Fletch first. And that's the what the first movie Correct. was based on? Okay. And then he wrote Fletch's Fortune and then Confess Fletch. Okay. But the the chronological order of the books was not written in the is not in the order he wrote them. All right. He went back and wrote another book called Carioca Fletch. Yeah. Which is Fletch in Rio right after the end of the book Fletch. Okay, yeah. I remember you talking then about that. He also wrote two other books, Fletch One and Fletch Two. Oh, Fletch W O N and Fletch T O O. Which were two prequels <laughs> to the book Fletch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah, so it it's was all over the place. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. All right. But um, one of and them... And the... the uh, what's What was the Fletch 2 called? That was not a book. Right. Uh, well, that was my point. Yeah, it was not they a book. They just made that up And that's completely. why the movie sucked balls. Right. It was, it was horrendous. It was... I mean, that's what, that's what happens when you get a hit movie... And they simply try to repackage the same gags and the same jokes and come up with um, the same, and it just didn't and work. ignore the source material. Yeah. Yeah. And and I guess they just didn't want to pay him for it. Which one? I think it may be Fletch's Fortune. But the, the, the books are so much fun. And they're quick reads, too. Fletch lives. That's uh, what it's yeah. Called. And then there was uh, The Son of Fletch. Was was one of the later books that he wrote. Fletch had a son. Yeah. Or, okay. With the Italian Fletch lady. The man too? I don't remember who it was with. It's been forever since I wrote it. Anyway, one of them is the um, the IRS catches up with him. Yeah. And realizes that he has all a, this money, the fortune, and paid zero in taxes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and as blackmail. They force him to go to a journalist convention and spy on all the journalists. <laughs> and he ends up spying on all the IRS agents and then solves a murder, you know, because yeah. somebody gets murdered at the at the journalist convention. And uh, he ends up spying on the IRS agents and then has enough to, black, to re-blackmail them into forgetting about his non-payment of any taxes <laughs> and just <to laughs> shelve the whole thing. Which is pretty funny. But yeah, if you read books, I would highly recommend them. They're very funny. <laughs> well, maybe one of these days when... I wish it be... After I retire. Why? Oh, reading is so relaxing. <coughs> after I retire and I uh, spend all the time that, that I want doing nothing. Because that's what I would do with a million dollars. Two chicks. Double up. Two chicks at the same time. <laughs> okay, okay, Lawrence. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Take a million bucks, chicks double up on a dude like me. <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. 
Yes, it would. And yeah, Libby, I I keep checking, but Libby doesn't have any of the Fletch books, which is good because I have the hard copies. Awesome. So overall, I would give it, I'd give it an A minus. Yeah, it was solid. It was fun. It was entertaining. Stayed true to the the essence of Fletch. I would I would watch another one if they made another one. Yeah, and based it on one of the books. Yeah, and Ag- didn't do a Fletch lives. Agreed. Oh, and also, did you notice? The movie logo. Exactly the same. Exactly the same as on the cover of the book. Yep. I appreciated that attention to detail. But again, the whole, you know, they faked Menti's kidnapping. That was all part of the story. I mean, they they, they followed the story pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. A minus. I'd watch another one. Me too. I'll probably buy this one and then own it because it, you know, goes along with the rest of them. I'll I'll rewatch it. It's it's definitely got rewatchability. Yep. Um, Better I, than Fletch Lives. <laughs> oh, it was just terrible. I don't think I've ever seen Fletch Lives. Uh, I've seen. I think I've seen it twice. I watched it once and felt dirty, and watched it a second time to just maybe. All right, man, I just I think maybe you missed something. Yeah. No. 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 Not even close. Still felt. Yeah. Even it was dirtier. Bad. It was yeah. bad. I was like, oh no. Did you have to take a shower after this you watched. Kills watched the franchise. Yeah. Well, it put it to sleep for. 30 years. A very long time. Yeah. Was it, has it been 30 years? At least. I mean, Fletch came out in 86. Let me say that. 89 yeah. was Fletch Lives. 89. So Holy crap. Almost 35 years. Been a long, stupid time. All right. Well, does that do it for I think so. Confess Fletch? I'm, I'm pretty happy. And that's not outro music for Confess Fletch. That's intro music for Fletch. Harold Fultemeyer. What do you got there? Well, it wouldn't be a, a visit to the Nerdburger Studios without a without a little a little taste of something. Hey, we found whiskey music. We did find whiskey music. <laughs> it's your theme. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I have to. This is not an unopened bottle. I can, as you can see, it's been thoroughly enjoyed. Um, and I have kept it at this amount because I wanted to bring it here. And Ooh. Mm. <sighs> this is an Irish whiskey, which means it was made in Ireland. Um, why does it have an E in the name? Shouldn't it? it, it people argue over that. Okay. Is, yeah. it, it, does it go both ways in Ireland? Uh, not in Ireland. I think they're just an, an E. Yeah, just one way. The Irish don't. Oh, they do the E, but yeah, the rest. Like America, and then everybody else does just the Y. Well, all right. Rule of thumb. Yeah. Which means it's right. It's uh, it's eighty percent of the time. It's a hundred percent right. Okay. If there's an E in the country name, there's an oh, E in whiskey. Okay. But Maker's Mark here in the United States, uh huh, is a is no it's just e. Y. Yeah. And in Ireland, it's with an E because there's an E in Ireland. And it's just kind of a rule of thumb again. Oh, yeah, there is an E in Ireland. Yeah. I was thinking of Irish. I-R-E. Yeah. L-A-N-E. No, okay. Um, but what I have today, uh, now, you, you, for for the listener out there, you know that my favorite Irish whiskey is Redbreast, because uh, it's phenomenal. Redbreast, if you'd like to sponsor the podcast. I would do anything. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, if you'll sponsor us with a bottle of the 27, Ooh. that would be pretty spectacular. You would do literally anything i would do yeah. literally anything okay um let's let's tweet at red breast yes they have a twitter 
We do. Uh, but this is, uh, there's the, the spot. There's a bunch of spot Irish whiskeys. Yellow spot, green spot, red spot. Okay. And, um, and they're all at a similar level to, to, the, uh, to the red breast. Um, and I've, I've had them before, and they're, they're good. Red breast is still my favorite. But this green spot in, was um, somewhat intriguing because it is uh, finished in a Bordeaux wine cask. And it even came with a little book on the inside to talk about the cask, and I've already forgotten all about it. And um, was it a round book? Well, it was. Um, <laughs> it was a square book that had been bent. Bent, yes. Along, along a uh, yeah, and there, circumference. Something about the Leo Via Barton winery, or something like that. But I found, you know, I mean, you know, I'm a sucker for finished whiskeys, and. Um, I figured I'll bring this along and we'll have a sample. That's you on the yeah. That's right me there. on okay. the well, on your left. Correct. Yeah. I, I, know, I know you said you had. Um, I got stuff to do. You have to be productive today. Mm-hmm. I do too, but that's yummy on the nose. You yeah, get, you get some of the grape notes. Grape, huh? Well, from the wine. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's like somebody mixed whiskey and wine together. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. A really good Bordeaux wine. Yeah. I like it. There's a little bit of spice uh on the tip of my tongue, but that's it. Yeah. And that's just from hold, you know, from holding it. It's very smooth. Well, I mean, it's it's like liquid candy. Mhm. You know, yummy. And I get very very light peat notes in the body. Very light peat. Yeah, if you insist. <laughs> yeah i'm enjoying this one but yeah i um like i said you see it's got great legs it's nice and viscous nice heavy thick it's full-bodied mm-hmm. but yeah I like gre- that green spot finished in an ex bordeaux wine cask now what what is uh the yellow spot and the red spot versus the green spot i don't know oh oh it's disappointing it is disappointing well good night everybody yeah i know <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> and we found the end of his knowledge. <laughs> well, it's okay. We'll cut that out. Or self. <laughs> um, what is the difference? I know price. The The green spot itself uh, retails for about 80 This one was right at 120 who is Leoville Barton? I think they were the Leoville, um, uh, the Bordeaux. Oh, okay. Yeah, I gotta punch in my birthday. You can't look up the whiskey stats until you prove you're old enough. Yeah, let's see. Spot whiskeys, spotwhiskey.com. Really? They have a website? Yeah. Somebody has a website. The internet has come to um... Ireland. Yeah, they have. Um... The green, uh, okay, green spot, yellow 12, the green spot, Bordeaux. They have another green spot that looks like it's a uh, Chardonnay finished from Napa, Napa. And then red spot is the 15 year, and the blue spot is the seven year cask strength. I'm guessing it's years then. Okay. Yeah. That's the difference. 
So the difference in the different colors, Mike, is the years they've aged. Why, thank you, Matthew, for your expert knowledge. On the spot knowledge. (laughs) Nice. Brilliant. I knew I'd earn a rim shot today. (laughs) Yeah, that's good stuff. A little sour. Sour? You get the sour? A little tart. A little tart, yeah. Right there at the end? Yep. I took a, a bigger chug there to finish it out. On the sides of my tongue. Yeah, maybe a little. Not unpleasant. Oh, heavens no. I like tart. But that's my whiskey minute. The Green Spot Bordeaux. And um, yummy. Very yummy. Trying to decide what to bring next week. Yeah. It's got to be special. It's got to be special. Because next week, of course, is the Nurburger Show 10th Anniversary Show. It's going to have everything from cocaine dancing bears to a drunken host. (laughs) Oh, can it have a drunken host? Yes, it can. Yes, it can. I'm sure one of us will be. (laughs) Ten freaking years. I know. Including Leap Weeks. Well, that's why it's... Yeah, that's last right. week wasn't... No, last week was the... Episode 520. The first of the three 10th anniversary right. shows. <laughs> the first of two pre-10th anniversary shows. This, of course, being the second. Yes. Episode 521. God, 10 freaking years. What a waste of f***ing time. <laughs> I'll edit that out. No, I won't. I have lost minutes of my life <laughs> to the show. <laughs> dozens and dozens of minutes. Well, tens and tens of minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Going with the metric system there, huh? Yes, I am. Base 10. I actually watched a video on the YouTubes on why the United States didn't adopt the metric system. Because Jimmy Carter can't do anything right, including dying? Yeah, I know. <laughs> How long has he been? We've been on death watch yeah. with all of these specials and articles and praising of all of the peanut stuff that he's done over the years like die already man and then yeah it's it's like that uncomfortable moment at a party where you've already said goodbye to somebody (laughs) and then and then you see him again at the party while you're saying goodbye to someone else and it's just kind of like a nod we could of course watch he'll die between now and the wednesday when this posts (laughs) Wait, he hasn't died already, has he? Every time I see something, I don't know. Jimmy Carter, blah, 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 I'm like, oh, he finally died. <laughs> it, no, no, it's just another one of these fluffy articles. Matthew's checking. Is and this like the Abe Vigoda thing? Still alive. Jimmy Carter is still alive as of this recording, March 11th, one twenty-two p.m. Still alive. Yeah. We'll find out. I mean, heck, he could... He could die overnight tonight. That the the time change might kill him. I mean, if he's this precariously balanced, oh. <laughs> dude, I'm that precariously balanced. Oh my god, I time just lost an might hour. Kill me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's always funny to see who you, you know who screwed up the time change because they're the ones that come into church late. <laughs> That's right, because it's it happens uh, early, early Sunday morning. Yeah. Yep. And I never know who screws up the time change in the fall because I'm always on time. I don't know who shows up early. 
for all you know, they could have shown up a minute before you did. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That one. And therefore, I just I just know who's late on in spring. Yep. Yep. We need to Falls. get rid of it. We need to get rid of the whole time change thing. We need to get rid of it's daylight saving time. We need to just have standard, standard time. time. I don't like this idea of having daylight saving time being standard time. Right. No, 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 no. You get rid of it entirely, and, and we have standard time. I would, I would like to point out that you said saving. Correct. Thank, Thank you. you. I you're appreciate. Well, you're that. welcome. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate you depreciating that. Only a D-Gen would say savings time. D-Gen? Yeah, D-Gens. What's you know, a D-Gen? Really? No, I've, I've never heard this. Haven't you watched Letterkenny? No. Oh my gosh. You need to watch Letterkenny. It's on the Hulus. Okay. I, I, I never had Hulu. It's a sitcom? Yeah, I've heard about it. And it's brilliant. Okay. Yeah. It's the Hicks versus the Jocks versus the Goths versus the religious group. Okay. Is this high school? No. Grade school? It's a small town in oh, Canada it's... called Letterkenny. Letterkenny five... is the name of yeah. the town? There are 5,000 residents. These are their problems. <laughs> oh, it's... Okay. The, the, the cold opening to the pilot episode is enough to get you hooked on the show. All right. I'll check it out. And it's... I mean, it's one of the few shows that I'll put the I mean, I'll check it out subtitles. if I ever get Hulu. I put the subtitles on... Yeah. Because I don't want to miss any gags that are that fast. Okay. It's just hysterical. Right. Anyway, they have D-Gens. D-Gens. Yeah. Which are? Apparently it's Canuck for degenerate person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was a new generation of people I'm supposed to look down upon. And Well, everybody looks down at D-Gens. Nobody wants to be a D-Gen. And hate. Yeah. Like Gen Z and millennials. Oh, no. Not that kind of generation. I guess just millennials. Gen Z, they're they're okay, aren't they? They're know. better than millennials were. I just try to ignore anyone who's not me. Yeah, I, I I find that works best for myself as well. Getting back to the kayak. Getting back to the kayak. Yeah, the boat that fits exactly the number of people oh, I like. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Bringing it back around to the kayak. Well, I guess that's it for the show then. I think it is. All right. Well, listener, thank you for sticking through it. Yes, we appreciate thank you, it. listener. And um, I guess the only the only big question I have, Mike. Yes, Matthew. Uh, where can they find us? I'm so glad you asked, Matthew. They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters, and email us, nerdburgershow at protonmail.com. Join us next week on Nurburger when it's the 10th anniversary show, like we just said. Is it a mega spectacular? It's a super mega spectacular awesome show. Is it going to be an extravaganza like the Star Wars Christmas special? It will be on par with the Star Wars Christmas special, yes. (laughs) It will be at least that good. Set a very, very low bar. Hey. Setting expectations is critical. And when you set them that low, yeah. it's really easy to meet or even fall slightly <laughs> below them. Grandpa Itchy has not yet responded <laughs> to the invite. So we'll see if he shows up. That'll be fun. All right. All right. Adios. Bye. <laughs>